Hey gang, welcome to the Real Housewives of Riverdale, the podcast where grown-ass adults take sexy teen murder mysteries just as seriously as you do. I'm your host, Cherie, and I'm joining you today with Ashley, who you should remember from our very special Christmas episode. I'm back, bitches. <laughs> welcome back. Hi. I'll try to be louder this time, because I feel like last time nobody could hear me, and I was like, what are you saying? Get closer to the mic, you dum-dum. Well, yeah, and the mic situation is not great, but... Um, it's okay. I'll try to be louder. <laughs> we're back in the Real Housewives studio, aka my sensible mid-sized crossover. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, and we're on our lunch break from our very boring job and so like okay so I recorded a whole recap thing yesterday for this episode and totally fucked up some details (laughs) like I thought um Cheryl and Penelope were at the Colonel Barnbusby Blossom grave or something I know I was like why did you think that I guess because like Cheryl went on like such a big deal about how it should be Blossom Day (laughs) she just wanted a day with her name in it she just wants she just wants to be seen. That's all. She cracks me up. She's like, I just want a day. I just want a day named after me. my day. Just call like Luke Wade Day in Dublin. Oh, God. I want my own day, too. <laughs> right. Okay. Me, too. When's my day? Okay. So, today we're talking about Season 2, Episode 11, Chapter 24, The Wrestler. And if you're as old as us, you remember the Mickey Rourke movie that... We were all bamboozled into believing it was, like, good and critically acclaimed, but it was actually really sad. I don't think I've actually seen that movie. Yeah, don't. Don't waste your time. Mickey Rourke, the only thing I know him from is Iron Man. Yeah. And, um... Same aesthetic, but with, like, WWE-style wrestling. Oh, Lord. But he's actually really sad and works at, like, a butcher counter and a grocery store. It's the weirdest fucking movie. I think I'll pass on that one. Yeah, it's not super entertaining. We're going to start off with segments today since I only have Ashley for a limited time and I really want her thoughts. And then we'll try to do a recap. I've been and holding this in, y'all, so I need to get it out. <laughs> we, we refuse to talk to each other until we start recording. And, and then that leads to us, like... That way you guys can experience our authentic reactions to the other one. So we're not, like, talking about it as soon as I watch it, because I usually watch it in the morning if I'm lucky and my kids stay asleep like they're supposed to. (laughs) Um, Yesterday, that didn't work. I didn't get to finish it until last night. But if I tell her, then it's not... Yeah. I don't get the funniness, because we laugh quite a bit whenever we we first recap. Yeah. It's quite funny. Okay. So we're going to try to do that, but she, like, also has to... um, Later days to Chili's in a minute to get her ribs. I'm hungry, man. (laughs) That's why that girl got to eat. So I planned ahead and ordered Domino's an entire pizza. <laughs> well, I, I flat out forgot about it, and I have been swamped since the second I woke up this morning. Yeah, I know. My toddler feels. was up and was like, Mama, I want to watch Panda. So we watched Panda, Kung Fu Panda 3, for the umpteenth time this week. Oh, Jesus. And I'm sitting here going, can't you go back to sleep? Mama's got to do her face. Right. Yeah, no, I'm, my, this mama doesn't have a face today. Um, I did yesterday. I was really proud of myself. I this week I was like I don't care. You're lucky if I'm here, right? Please excuse the look that looks like my husband beat me. I promise he didn't. It's just genetics. <laughs> I, I, I look that way naturally. Right. It's it's the white trash that's ingrained yes. into my DNA that makes me look like this. Yes. Um, that makes people say, "Are you okay?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this is just I, my face. It's kind of like, oh God, what is that? Oh, home. What is the purpose of your face? Oh, yeah. It's just that way. <laughs> it just looks like this. It just looks like that. Okay, so what was your most Archie moment? Oh, my God. Okay, I'm going to let you in a little secret. I only vaguely remember the Archie comics. That's fine. So, as far as the most Archie moment, I can't really think of one. Okay, so mine mine is something that, like, you probably wouldn't notice unless you have to have the closed captioning on like I do so I don't mm. wake my kid up. And the wrestling coach's name is Coach Cleats. <laughs> and I was like, uh, that has to be a character from the comics because that is so on the nose. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, so that's probably it. Yeah, that's mine. Um, the My best Blossom burn. So I have, I have one from Cheryl, and then I have an honorary one. <laughs> so do you have one? Okay, mine's not necessarily a burn. It's more of... Whenever they're standing at the carnival and mm-hmm. and Penelope is like licking that apple, Her I'm jaw just like, like hinges. Oh my god! <laughs> there's a gif of that, and it, Natalie Watts like jaw like detaches itself. Yes. Like 
And the look on Cheryl's face, though, when she sees that, yeah. that's the burn. It's just like, oh, my God, mother, really? Like, it just cracks me up. I'm just like, oh, my Lord. I love them so much. Um, okay, so my best blossom burn is when they're at Pickens Memorial, and Cheryl says, the cameras are off, or Jackie O, or the cameras aren't here, Jackie O, and I- I thought that was funny. That it was funny. You don't have to pretend to give a shit about this guy. I did, I did giggle watching. a little bit, yes. Yeah. It's kind of one of those things where you're like, okay, why are you honoring this dude? There's nobody around. You don't have to act. What's the deal? Right. Because she truly is the worst. She's evil. Yes. Like, she's evil. And then, like... She's like, yeah, he killed hundreds of, of people. Men, I'm women, children. I think I'll go ahead and like this guy. No! <laughs> yeah. Um, but my honorary Best Blossom Burn goes to one Mr. Hiram Lodge for basically calling Archie a pussy. <laughs> yes. Whenever I heard, whenever I saw that scene, I, I, I should you not excuse my language, but whenever I saw that, I was like, oh, damn. Yeah. I know it. Like I threw a fist up and was like, damn. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like I'll, I'll run through like what he actually says in the recap, but I, that scene was amazing. That cracked me up. I yeah. laughed hysterically. I was like, oh, oh. That sounds then, like something my husband would say to my kids' boyfriends or something, you well, know? Oh, I don't I don't think my husband even has the balls to say that. But, like, oh, and then, but then Archie is like, oh, you want a power play? And then leans back and straight up makes out with Veronica. Yeah. And like, You can just see Hiram's eyes like, Oh, I swear oh. to God, I could kill you, you right now. You could feel the butthole pucker. Like. Oh, man. It was it was so bad. You could see, like, Hiram's eyes bulging, and he's like, I'm not going to say anything because Ronnie is right there, but I swear to God, God, if she was gone, your ass would be grass right now. Right. I will murder you. Um, Nobody would find the body. For, for our international listeners, the full phrase is, your ass is grass and I'll be the lawnmower. And that was something my parents said to me literally every day of my life. Yeah. Okay, so, um, do you have one good thing that you really liked from this episode? From the episode? I'm trying to think, because there was... It was a good episode. It was a very good episode. I'm sitting here going, which one was my favorite part? Because I liked all of it. It was yeah. a fantastic episode. I feel like the longer the show is on, the better the writers get, and the better yes. the shows get. Like, it's not where, oh my god, what were they thinking? It's, oh my right. god, what's my favorite part? Um, crap. I do like the fact whenever Hiram had to eat his words because Archie won his wrestling match. I like that too. Um, My good is that Jughead was stopped from being a white savior. Like, the Topaz family was like, calm the fuck down, white boy. (laughs) This is not your fight. Yes. Um, Both when Tony shut him down and when he started to like flip shit at the end and Grandpa Topaz was like, I feel like Tony, (laughs) she's a badass bitch. I fucking love her she's like don't fuck with me i'll beat you yeah kind of thing like she could totally kick your ass and she would be like the most amazing loyal friend like oh god yeah like once she's in your corner you're you're good right. you're good and i want her to help me dress yeah <laughs> she's always so stinking cute i love it oh my god um i had another good was that nobody made any like awful homophobic comments about wrestling with a one out gay kid i and know i was, was thinking that i was expecting that to too. drop i was like if i swear to god i'm gonna turn the show off right the second this cat i was along. i was waiting for chuck to to be awful i was waiting for it and waiting for it and they didn't do it and i'm so glad yes i was because like that literally i would have been like i'm not watching this anymore yeah okay so my bad this week was that Unless Archie is aligning with Hiram just to play him later. I really, 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 really hope that's the case. Me too. But if that's not the case, then eventually Archie and Jackhead are going to be pitted against each other in this civil Which war. Might that be hurts my heart. They might end up being that. Because that's that would make for one hell of a storyline. Right. Like they could carry that on for seasons if they right. wanted to. That That would make for a really good plot, but like... As somebody who does vividly remember the comics, like, mm-hmm. that hurts my little heart. Because they're like besties. They're, they're like brothers. brothers. Yeah. They, they are. Like, I mean, they're brothers from another mother. Exactly. Like, so. I, well, I really hope that's... If writers, don't. Don't do it. Right. Do not do it. <laughs> I will find you and I will stab you with the fork. I won't. I'll still continue watching, but I will be very sad. I'll probably cry. I'll probably watch it, but I'm not going to be happy about it. (laughs) Right. I will watch and protest. Um, 
do you have a bad outside of that? Uh, no, not really. No? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, my funny is that Kevin is just, like, randomly looking at webcam porn in the middle of pops. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I was like, there's people behind you. you. <laughs> and there's, like, for as much as they blurted out so that we couldn't really see... You can totally tell what that is. And, like, you know, you do you. You live your life out in public. But, like, that's a family joint. There are probably some kids in there that don't need to know what a webcam boy is. And I'm kind of... I am a prude. Like, me personally, I don't want to go anywhere and see that anywhere. Oh, yeah. I don't want to see that when I'm eating. Especially if I'm in a family restaurant (laughs) with my children. That is the last thing I want to see. Yeah. Because my child will be like, Mommy, what's that? What's that boy doing? Yeah, no, I can see that. They're wrestling, honey. Yeah. That's what they're doing. He's, um, I don't know. Don't look. Oh, my God. Okay, so, um, did you have a funny outside of that? Mm -mm. No? Okay, sorry. I I hate to railroad this, but I don't want to make you miss out on your ribs. Oh, no, no, you're fine. (laughs) I can go pick them up, like, in ten minutes till, and I'll be fine. It's Okay. It's totally fine. They're always too hot for me to eat first off, anyway. Oh, okay. Um, for changes, I would have had more Fred and I would have had more Val and Melody. Where hell was uh, where, where was the FP? I don't know I guess like at the White Worm cleaning up um, Arts and Crafts Hour from when they made their signs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was like at the end of the episode I was like Aww. We didn't get any FP. I didn't get any skeet. I, I need my, daily, my weekly dose of skeet. Ulrich what? come on people put him on the screen. Yes. I'm so glad in the, my season one recaps, I finally got to where Skeet comes in because mm-hmm. it was real rough. Oh, God, it was. To go, like... I was expecting it, and then whenever he came on, I was like, there he is. <laughs> there he is. That makes... God, we're awful. We are. We're just objectifying this man that we don't know. Oh, my God. But... I've been watching Full House, the 1987 mm-hmm. original episodes on Hulu because it's on there. Mm-hmm. I swear my husband's like, oh, my God, Ashley, really? Again? Because I'm like, oh, my God, have mercy. <laughs> I think John Stamos was like my original crush. crush. Yeah. 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 I think everybody from think our age group was obsessed, in love, fell over, drooling from Uncle Jesse. Right. The man still got it. He does. He's he gorgeous. Damn good for his age. Oh my God. Okay. Um, and congrats to him and his wife. I don't know if they're married or not, but they're having a baby. Baby mama. We'll yeah. Just, call, just to be yeah. on the safe side, we'll call her baby mama. Right. Okay, so for theories, what are some of your theories? FP. I'm going to stick with this one. Chick is FP and oh, Alice's yeah. son. I feel like that's not even a theory anymore. That's just true. Because Hal is a dick. <laughs> uh, big time in this episode. If you didn't catch that beforehand, you weren't paying attention, and it's way obvious, obvious. this episode. Yeah. 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 So I feel like Hal wanted Alice to get an abortion because it was FPs. Peace. Right. And, but at the same time, like, I'm kind of glad that Chick is finally in the picture, but mm-hmm. I'm just like, he's going to turn Betty. Well, And Betty's okay. going to go batshit crazy. So, I, I need to, I need to get off social media because I, I was spoiled at something where I saw in the next episode, Jughead's going to be on that street in the middle of the night. And I feel like it's to save Betty from something or Uh-oh. to stop her from doing something. But I feel like that's how we're getting our bug head back. I did see some sort of, because I don't know if it was a preview or what. You know when they do the previews of, like, the entire yeah, season or something? Yeah. She's got the black wig on oh, again. Oh, yeah. She's, she's got the black wig on next week. That was in the, like, next time okay. on Riverdale. And they had that, and then she's got, it's like, she's doing the same thing Chick is doing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, my God. My Betty. <laughs> You're innocent, sweetie. Don't do it. Well, and, like, the thing is, she's not 18. She's not an adult. So, like, she's 15, I think. Well, I mean, she drives. She so might be she's 16. 16. Yeah, because she, she does drive the station wagon a lot. But still, like, like it's one thing for Chick, who is a consensual adult, to do that and make money that way. And for, you know, Penelope to, like, run a brothel or whatever. You know, she's a consenting adult. It's a victimless crime, whatever. I don't think Laura agreed with me. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, like... I'm okay with it as long as everybody in the situation is okay with it. And and they're all adults. Yeah. Betty's not an adult. Nope. And I'm 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 very worried for her. Like, I'm, I'm She's terrified. so vulnerable just as a person yeah, because yeah, her yeah. home life has sucked so bad. So it's like and that just from looking at Chick 
you can kind of assume the kind of lifestyle it is. Oh, yeah. She. Because he has that heroin chic look. Yes. <laughs> the sunken cheeks. He looks, oh my He God. looks so malnutritioned. He looks bad, but then I wonder if that's why he looks like a Franco. Because of the sunken cheeks? Yes. Yeah, I think so too. The giant eyes and sunken cheeks. Yeah. Um, okay, so for uh, Real Housewives of Greendale, there's not a lot this week, but uh, Roberto, who's the showrunner, shared the cover of the studio draft for the new pilot, or the new pilot for the pilot episode that's coming out. And it was cool. <laughs> what nice. is it coming? Um, okay, so filming is supposed to start in October 2018. Okay. Or no, no, no. It's supposed to start in February next month and then wrap up by October. So it'll probably be on Netflix early next year. So I still don't have a Game of Thrones void is what you're telling me. I still have to wait. Yes. This sucks. It Whenever does. they told me that Game of Thrones was not coming out until 2019, I was like, are you effing kidding me? What am I supposed to do with my time? I've already seen all of these episodes like five times. Right. I could do my own podcast on Game of Thrones. You should. I've never watched Game of Thrones. Oh my God. I've never seen a single episode. I refuse to watch it for the longest time because they were said it was like... Um, brother and sister having There's sex, a lot which of they is. Yeah. And I was like, mm, I'm not about that. I don't care if that's how it was done in the olden days <laughs> to keep the bloodline pure. I am not about that. Right. I'm not going to watch it. I don't care. Well, then my brother-in-law got my husband to watch it. Uh-huh. And then I walked by and I sat down, didn't know what it was. Yeah. Watched an entire episode. And then when it came back on, I was like, did I just watch Game of Thrones? And he was like, you're sucked in, aren't you? And I was like, damn it. <laughs> we just don't have HBO. <laughs> or we do now, but we didn't. And, like, it's such a commitment. <laughs> I feel the same way with Supernatural. Like, it's been on for over a decade. I cannot get sucked in. I've got, like, I'm halfway through last night's episode. And I'm sorry, but the whole reason why I started Supernatural was for Jared Paladecki. Oh, yeah. And then the second... The second I saw Jensen Ackles, I was like, done. done. <laughs> yeah, I used to watch him on Days of Our Lives. I am, I am, he's, and <laughs> he's they so both pretty. live in Austin. They're both mm-hmm. down to earth, like, wonderful guys from what I can see. I've never met them, but I feel like if I were to ever meet them, mm-hmm. they would be the kind of guys that would actually open the door so you could go in and out of where you're at. Oh, yeah. They would give you hugs and take a picture with you, even if they're not working. You know what I right. mean? Like, I feel like that's the kind of people that they are. Uh-huh. And the fact that Jensen has his own, like, um, Oh, God, what is it? Where they make beer. Oh, brewery. Yes. He has his own brewery now. Like, they just That's opened awesome. it up. <clears throat> it's called All in the Family. or the It's called the Family Business Brewery. Nice. I'm going to Austin in March. I might have to check that out. If you... Yeah, let, let me know. I'll bring some back for you. Do you, um, do you like beer? <laughs> let, me, let me put it this way. If there's alcohol, I drink it. Okay. <laughs> I'm not a big beer person. Like, <sighs> I... I can I can drink an entire bottle of wine by myself. Oh yeah, and I, that too. I like hard apple cider, but and I like a good full heavy beer. Like I like Guinness. I, I like Shiner. Shiner. Yes, <laughs> I love but, Shiner. Shiner is like my dad. He goes, okay, if you're gonna drink beer, we're gonna start you off right. We're not gonna do no damn Budweiser piss in a Coors can. I'm not doing yeah. that shit. He's like, here's a Budweiser. He's here's a Shiner. Drink that. I took it. And I've been obsessed. I had since. so speaking of chilies, um, we were there a couple weeks ago, and I had a revolver uh, blood and honey, and that was really good. Let's hmm, try that. Yeah, um, but yeah, I don't like any of the like Cruise Light, Bud Light, Miller Light. Like it tastes like piss. Why? Like, why honestly, would you drink if you're gonna drink? Why would you drink something light? Well, and it's like there's it's watered it's down. It's cheap, is why. But like. It, it honestly tastes like being in college and almost getting date raped to me. Like, it yes. tastes like that, that breath that boys have yes. when they're, like, awful. Yes. So, anyway. I, don't, I do shiner, wine, and margaritas. Oh, yeah. Oh, any, any liquor I'm there for. <laughs> margaritas and rum. Thank you very much. Okay. So, um, for Skeet's Dadgram Corner, um, he, he didn't, there weren't a lot of really cute mm-hmm. comments this week but he did post um his people magazine article so thank you for not having to make me like go buy that trash because i'd rather not thank you for just posting the entire page um but one of the things that they pulled out for like you know those like quotes that they put at the top by Uh the picture to like grab your attention it says um and it's a very sexy picture of him i'm looking it up right now by (laughs) the way um the quote says I don't find myself to be very sexy, but it's great that somebody does. (laughs) 
And you're welcome, Skeet. That is so, so, so him. I love it. Because you certainly give me the vapors. Yeah. Um, I find you. Yes. Very yummy. Oh, are you like straight up reading it? Twins? Yeah, he has twins that are 16. Yeah, see, I don't pay attention to most of these people. Oh, I just watch them on TV. I'm such a creep. If I find something that I like, I will follow all of them on all the social media platforms. And I will, like, I'll be that person that accidentally likes something from, like, four weeks ago. And I'm like, no, they're going to think I'm a stalker. But really, I'm just sad. I'm sorry. I just saw the new iPad and Pal from Jeffree (laughs) Star. Um, No, because, okay, see, I can't follow anybody that I'm currently watching on a TV show because then they give out bloopers because I watch it so late. And half the time, I don't get to watch it until, like, a week after. Right. So if I follow them on any type of social media platforms, it totally ruins it for me. That's true. So I've gotten to the point to where, yes, I'm a fan and I love them, but I can't follow them. Right. Yeah, I will... I have to be current with the show before I'll follow anything. And it like, it was hard to not follow Riverdale as soon as I fell in love with it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's, it's a mystery show. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want, I couldn't, but as soon as I got caught up to the end of season one, I was like, follow, 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 follow. Yeah. Okay. So let's try to hammer through, um, some of the recap. Um, it's, one week later from where the last episode ended and Jughead is walking down the very crowded hallways of Riverdale High and like almost gets knocked down by some jocks but he's neither in his serpent's jacket or the school uniform so I guess those are gone forever he's just in regular clothes and he looked really cute (laughs) (laughs) Cole Strauss is really cute he's really cute let's just be honest I like that plaid shirt would it be weird if I like found that and bought it for my husband a little bit (laughs) I don't know. He would look good in it. He would look good in it. In his own right? He wouldn't look like Cole Sprouse. He's not going to know it's it's Cole Sprouse. Oh, no. That's like, okay, this is probably TMI, and I know I said I'm a prude, but we do own a gray tie. Oh, look at you. And my husband looks freaking amazing in it. (laughs) I'm just going to say that. Because he does have a pair of those pants, too, and it's just like, hey. That's all I'm saying. Okay. So, um, we get a, a quick flash of the rest of the boys practicing basketball um, for tryouts, and Sweet Pea knocks Reggie down, and I cheered. I did, too. <laughs> I was like, oh. I'm so proud of Sweet Pea. He's blending in. It's just awesome. I'm so proud of Sweet Pea because not only did he knock Reggie down a peg, but he's going out for, like, a team. Yes, like, he's actually trying to not necessarily blend in, I guess. But he's he's participating. Yes, which is fantastic. Like, and I think that's honestly a lot of the Serpent Kids. Like, to me, they they all band together as family. They all mm-hmm. got each other's back. So I feel like if they were to go out for sports activities, which they couldn't at Southside High because they probably they didn't, didn't have, have any. Yeah. So, I mean, it, he could be, like, super, super talented. And half the Serpents could be talented in one way or another. Right. But now that they have a school that they can go through these outlets they probably will yeah they wouldn't need something and like they'll the be service. very very successful exactly because yes. they have all these extracurricular activities to do that are legal right and parental approved right well most their part. parents i don't know <laughs> well most parents approved right. to me basketball is a hell of a lot better than cutting some lady's flesh off yes agreed but yeah anyway that just i'm proud of him um, then we go to an actual classroom. They're in class with a real teacher. Like, they're having class. And they're not in that stupid break room that no oh, other high school has. has. I know. I want it to be our break room at work, except I'd never leave it. I don't think I would either. I'd be like, yeah. I mean, I don't want to talk about paper. I'm just going to hang out in here and play pinball. Pretty much. <laughs> Read the snack machine. Yep. I already, I already do that in our break room. Um, okay, so Cheryl's giving an oral presentation over her great-great-grandpappy bankrolling General Pickens' founding of Riverdale, and she gives, like, the entire whitewashed description of the founding of Riverdale, and, um, just as she's saying that she wants to change Pickens' day to Colonel Barnabas B. Blossom Day. Just say Colonel Blossom. Blossom. Okay, Blossom Day. Um, the teacher, or the bell rings, and the teacher is like, Mr. Jones, we'll look forward to your report next week. Doesn't say anything to any of the other kids. Like, uh, it's kind of, it makes me think that everybody else has done theirs. Oh, maybe. And he's last. Maybe. And maybe it's Friday. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. That, that makes more sense. Okay. So, um, in the Andrew's dining room, 
Fred is hosting a meeting with Hyman and Hermione and then Sheriff Keller and Mayor McCoy about pick and stay. And he, so sad. He's like the fifth wheel on this like dubious double date. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then like, oh, hey, Veronica's there. <laughs> I know. It was like, I was like, what? Why is she even there? Well, because she, she made them come clean about the business and now she's part of it. Okay. And the Christmas one. Um, but the look on Mayor McCoy's face when she's like, why in the fuck am I getting advice from a 15 year old? What? And I think that's partly why later well, on why um, she's such a bitch. bitch. Yeah. I almost said the word that okay. like. So we're at the, the weird meeting at the Andrews house and then Archie comes in from basketball practice and runs everyone off with his teen boy stench. <laughs> like even Veronica won't kiss him because that shit is rank. Yeah, that is bad. Uh, teen yeah. boys smell awful. Teen boys smell awful just regularly, but then when they like do anything and they start sweating it's it's, it's way worse yeah, there's no so amount worse. of deodorant or soap that could cover that up no I'm so glad I have a girl um okay so at the Cooper house next morning Hal is giving chick shit for being a stranger when it's literally his fault that they don't know him mm-hmm. and he's so awful um but we do get some exposition here so we learned that the front desk guy that was beating him up that Betty Maced his name is Marcel like Ross's monkey and, and Marcel Marceau, a famous mime, but like, but mostly I'm Ross's so monkey. I'm not the only one that got that connection. I was like, like the monkey? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he's obviously Chick's pimp. So, but they're going to act like that's a big surprise later on. Mm-hmm. But like, he's, he's laying it all out here as if you didn't know why he had clients in the last episode. But anyway. He offers to go into specifics for him and then even show some scars from nasty clients. And Betty's like, I have scars too from stressing out over my waspy perfect life. Yeah. Like <laughs> from stressing out from what? You're like, what, 15, 16 years old? You're in high school? Yeah. Um, being like pushed into online prostitution is kind of not the same thing as Cheryl being a mean girl to you. Yeah. So not the same thing. Nope. Okay. Um, Chick says that he used to do the same thing, though. So, apparently, like, cutting yourself via fingernails is hereditary. <laughs> apparently, that just follows the X chromosome that you get from your mom. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm making a very dumbfounded face right now because I don't see how that could be hereditary. But whatever. Right. right. <laughs> it's Riverdale. Um, Alice is so uncomfortable right now. <laughs> She's such a different mom oh, from I the just person thought of a burn. That... What? Whenever she told Hal... I've I kicked you out once, I'll do it again. again. I was yeah. like, yes! Yes. <laughs> yes! And why haven't you, seriously? Yeah, I'm like, yeah! <laughs> so, um, the FROI agent is asking Archie about the meaning of the mines from the night before Archie's house, and he specifically leaves out that Veronica was there. I think he was doing it because he's trying to protect, protect her. her. Me too. I think he doesn't trust fake agent. <laughs> Which he shouldn't. But, right. He's obviously not that guy. <laughs> Um, but anyway, he tells, so the FBI guy tells Archie that his assignment, should he choose to accept it, is to get his girlfriend's dad to like him. And, which is, that's kind of a tough battle. Okay. For the most part, especially down south. I don't know how this is everywhere else around the world. I'm assuming it's just about the same. But whenever it's daddy's little girl, good luck with that. Yeah, it's, it's not going to happen. Um, I don't, my dad's pretty chill about it. I think he is ready for somebody else oh to feed God. me for a while. My dad, until my husband came along, he was like, nope, nope, Oh, nope, well, to, Okay, nope. to be fair, my dad has never met any other boyfriend. He thinks Cameron was the first boyfriend I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't allowed to date until I was 16, mm-hmm. and I would have my dad drop me off on dates to, like, quote-unquote meet, like, Erica or Megan. Oh, that's and, funny. Yeah, but no. I, I wasn't was, allowed to date until I was 16, and then once I got there, dad goes, nope, sorry, you have to be 18. So, literally, the only person that I could ever go anywhere with was John, because we were in the same um, youth group at church. Oh. So, John was allowed to take me from church to my house every Wednesday. Of course, there was a stop and make out session every right. time. But, and then once I was able to turn, uh, he, he, we went our separate ways. Uh-huh. I was in college. I was like, I was 18. I was like, I don't care what you say. I'm dating. Yeah. One boyfriend, two boyfriends, John, done. <laughs> well, that's good. That was it. That's all you need. <laughs> and both times, Dad was like, nope, nope. Oh, yeah. 
My, uh-uh. dad, my dad was completely oblivious until I found one that I knew was going to stick. <laughs> yeah. He he kept saying, why aren't you with John? Why aren't you dating John? You should be with John. You should marry John. John's a good guy. You need to be with him. And uh, of course, you know, re- rebel. Here. Right. No, no, no. And then now I'm married to him. To him. Yeah. That's funny. Okay, so um, in the student lounge, the rest of the gang is looking at Betty's picture of her new brother. And I thought about this yesterday morning because I'm such a dork. But Betty and Veronica have still not talked about the kiss. Uh-uh. And, I'm like, waiting for that conversation. Like, like are they ever going to address it or was it just right. a Archie told Veronica, Veronica, Veronica forgave him, which I felt was like, damn. Because if that yeah. would have been me... I'd have been pissed. And I would have oh. confronted Betty. Yeah, I would have yeah. gotten it all out of my chest. And then I would have been fine. But she right. was just like, it's okay. I understand. And I'm like. She's way too mature to be 15. <laughs> and like, okay. So the thing is, I do not want to see them fight over Archie. No. I don't want there to be like typical girl drama. No. I just wanted to see it hashed out because they are best friends. And it is against girl code to kiss your best friend and boyfriend, not only that, even if we're like on a break it's bi- we were on, on a break, break. <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> so many it's, references it's, it's <laughs> awful um they were it's like it's building up like she's it's building up and it's building up it's building up it's building yeah. up and they're gonna have a fight over something completely different unrelated and veronica is just gonna like attack oh yeah like, I can just see it coming. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like if they don't hash it out now and, like, just talk and be like, you know, I really didn't like that. You know, yeah. it kind of hurt my feelings, but I understand why you guys did okay. it. So I maybe get it, whatever. But I feel like it's building up, and then it's just going to be one of those things that she's going to throw at Betty, and then it's just yeah. going to be freaking World, World War, War Three in Riverdale. Yeah. Like, it's going to be awful. Well, so maybe that's what they're planning on doing with that whole thing. Oh, my God. Okay, so anyway, they're looking at pictures of Betty's brother that she apparently took at the most awkward breakfast ever. (laughs) Like, sorry, my dad's being a dick. Let's snap it. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, But Kevin recognizes him from somewhere, and Jughead is like, "Uh, from your time in the gay woods, LOL. And Kevin's like, I don't know, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I love how he just responds like, maybe. (laughs) Um, Veronica brings up the Pickens Day event and wants to make sure that everyone's coming, but Jughead is like, hell no. The serpents weren't invited, and she's like, they were specifically invited. He's like, yeah, to work it. Two different things there, sweetie. Um, So I feel like they're going to have a throwdown that's long overdue. Um, Tony comes in to pick him up so he can interview her grandpa, the Did oldest living Southside serpent. Did you see the serpent. slightest bit of jealousy? Oh, yeah. Okay, so that's where it's headed. Betty, like, stares after him longingly, and it's like, she still wants that. And I was like, mm, get you some milkshake, girl. <laughs> My other thing <laughs> Take was, it like, in. she knows, she knows, knows that Tony please. is more interested in her, her. than Jug, right? I, I don't know that she knows that. I and thought she knew. I don't think she knows that she's, I think, and I don't think Tony is straight up. Um, she might be both. I think she's bi. I don't think she's, like, a full lesbian because she says she likes girls more, but she did, like, have a PG-13 makeout session with Jughead, so, I mean, there's something there. It's all fluid. Anyway, so. I just keep thinking, Tony, you keep on walking, keep your hands off the jug. <laughs> right. And if it can't be Betty, it's going to be mine. <laughs> he's the only boy on that show that's over 25. <laughs> Wait a minute. No, he's not. Yeah, he's 26. Really? Yeah. What about Arch? Archie is just turned 20. Yeah. He's not even legal to take to a bar. What the hell? I know. He's a baby. <sighs> but I, I mean, I love him too. I just, I, I have made a big break <laughs> this season. Like, I don't view Archie sexually anymore. Like, he's... He he's has too a, young. He has a nice body, but, like, yeah, I just can't go there. He's too young. Yep. I'll just dream about Skeet Ulrich all day. I don't <laughs> care. Oh, God damn. Okay, so... He's not that much older than me. No. Okay, so Veronica and Archie walk down the hallway that has seriously cleared out from five minutes ago when Jughead was trying to walk down it, but um, he's trying to get Veronica to tell him how Hiram can like him, and so she shows him... Um, the trophy case where Hiram was the captain of the Riverdale High wrestling team back in the day. So now Archie's going to drop basketball that he's been practicing for every, for every Wednesday, according to the Jug Dub, and he's going to try his hand at wrestling just to get Hiram on his side, which is a big jump. Um, 
Okay, so Tony's grandpa is Graham Greene, who you might know from Northern Exposure or Free Willy. Yes! <laughs> or, or a little film called Twilight. You might have heard of it. Not sure. <laughs> Wait a minute. He's he Jacob's grandpa. dad. Yeah, okay. He's, he's Jacob's dad. No. Or not dad. He's the chief. Or, yes. Yeah, he's the chief. Who's supposed to say? He wasn't the one in the wheelchair. And I, no. I know that movie. <laughs> I know that movie. <laughs> so... We learned that the Uktana is a Native American tribe that was there before Riverdale, and all the serpent law bullshit that Jughead is suddenly such a proponent of actually comes from Native American roots, which is kind of cool. Um, Jughead asks how the Uktana evolved into the Southside Serpents, and Grandpa Topaz is like, LOL, we didn't evolve, we were slaughtered. And so, like, he has to teach Jughead about the slaughter of indigenous people that seriously should not be news to him. Like, have you ever read a fucking history book? Mm-mm. Like, the reason why we have the same Native American actor for all of these movies, like, we all know him from everything, is because there just aren't anymore. Because white people are the worst, and we came in, and we took them all out. Yep. That should not be news what? to Jughead. Hold on. Yeah, it was us, not the Spaniards. I was like, because I know they take some people out. But it's mainly, like, the... Well, Spaniards are white, too. They're from Spain. Yeah, Spain is white. Seriously? Yes. Oh. Mexicans are Mexican. <laughs> look the way they do, because they, they bred with Indians. Ah, see, that makes sense now. Yeah, so, like, this, God, please please don't harass me on the internet, but, like, the formula for the Mexican race is half Spaniard, half Native American. Got it. Um, but, yeah, so people from Spain are white. Um, at the mayor's suite in the five season, Veronica and Josie are making flyers for, to audition new pussycats, and Mayor McCoy comes in as, like, a stone-cold bitch to Veronica, um, Kevin calls Betty from Pops where he's just looking at some um, camboys and he says, are you somewhere secure you can talk? Are you Kevin? No, no. you're straight up in public. And she says yes, even though she's right in front of her family, like totally within earshot. But he remembers where he knows Chick from and he's a cyber gigolo. Then we get zzz, Riverdale. So we come back from, we've got two minutes. <laughs> we come back from commercial break. We close in on the most ominous grapefruit in the history of television. Veronica tells Hermione about the mayor being a bitch. And so Hermione says that Sierra's coldness will persist. (laughs) She'll have a talk with her. And she says Sierra so many times. Like, get it? Got it? Her first name is Sierra. Does everybody have that? Got it? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Do you need to go now? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) It's not Mayor McCoy. It is Sierra. Okay. Ashley had to go. Um, She had to go pick up her food. So you get me for the rest, <laughs> the rest of this. Um, okay. Oh, okay. So at wrestling tryouts, Hiram is there checking it out. Um, and so is Sheriff Keller. So I guess this is a normal thing. I don't know. Um, also are wrestling tryouts really over the course of several days because everything I ever tried out for in high school literally took like, you had got one afternoon and that was it, but I've never tried out for wrestling. So I don't know. Um, but Chuck tells Archie that it's a good thing that he's in another weight class because he would wreck the gingerbread man and then slapped him on the ass. And for the first time ever, I was Toach Jelly of Chuck Clayton. And I know I just said that, like, I don't see KJ Apa that way. But if I was in high school, you better fucking believe I would have been. Okay, the coach introduces Hiram as Hiram the Ram Lodge. And the sheriff is there to cheer Kevin on. And Kevin is really good. <laughs> the Ram. Oh, my. Oh, honey. Uh, the next scene, um, Kevin is in the blue and gold office. Um, oh, Kevin is really good at wrestling. I don't think, like, I think I read that out loud, but then didn't say it, but he's actually really good. And I love to see that, like, he's more than just a gay boy this season. He has, he has a gossip column and he, he's really good at wrestling, which you could make some things that are kind of like a little too on the nose for the one gay character, but I... I like to see that there is more to him than just sassy comebacks. Okay, so in the next scene in the blue and gold office, um, he's telling Betty how good it felt to take Archie down a peg again, and again, Jelly, because I would like to do that to almost all of these kids. Um, He says, it's like, yeah, you have the body of a 1970s porn star, but that doesn't mean you're good at wrestling. And Kevin, no. Archie is far too buff to hear list to be a 1970s porn star. I tweeted that, but I'll say it again. I know one thing and one thing only about 1970s porn, and it's that they were skinny and hairy. And that does not describe Archie. Speaking of porn is a sentence that I never thought I'd hear Betty say. <laughs> but she went down a webcam rabbit hole last night. Ew. 
she said. She said, it was fascinating, Kev. Chick is multiple people on multiple websites. And she asked Kevin how she should broach the subject with him. But before Kevin can be like, no, don't, Jughead interrupts. And he walks in and he's like, oh, am I interrupting? And Kevin's like, yes, I have, I have lines. Finally, stop butting in. You get, you get to talk all the time. And I haven't hardly been in this season, but Betty's like, no, please. Cause I have unrequited love. Um, but anyway, he comes in so that he can share his plot line with Betty so that they can be somewhat intertwined. And I was very happy to get a bug head scene because I am that petty, but really it was just a device to get them together so that Betty knows what's going on with, um, with the serpents. And of course he's super extra about it and maybe should be, that is a cause to be super passionate about, but he, he takes it too far later. Um, Betty agrees to let him run his story in the blue and gold, but she wants a quote from Hiram Lodge. In the music room where all clandestine meetings take place, Veronica takes pity on Archie for getting pinned by Kevin and tries to recruit him to sing with her and Josie by way of kissing him. And I love how Veronica's entire plot line this episode is just trying to get someone to fucking sing with her. <laughs> She's like, well, somebody just sing with me. <laughs> Last season, this was like the cast of Glee. <laughs> now I can't get anybody to sing with me. I thought I was going to get musical Archie again. I hate how they keep tricking me. And it's not that like I love Archie as a musician, but I think KJ Appa is really talented and they should showcase those talents. Um, at the Cooper house, Betty is just sitting in the living room, mind her own business. Like she's not wearing the worst sweater ever. Um, and I don't care what the internet says. That is fucking hideous. Ugh, I can't stand it. Okay. So Chick comes slamming into the house and is pissed because his pimp sold all of his possessions. I mean, don't you just hate it when that happens? Like if I had a nickel for every time my pimp sold all my stuff, I probably wouldn't need a pimp anymore to make money. Oh, this show. <laughs> to pull a Fred, this fucking town. He tells her that if she really believes that he can stay in this house long term, then she's even crazier than he thought. And that is a low blow, Charles. We do not call people who have mental illnesses crazy. Don't use the C word. She's, she's a little bit though. Um, Hiram is in his office when we get the worst ever 80 yard phone call from Jughead asking for a quote in the most inappropriate way possible. Like I'm on Jughead's side. I'm on the Utana side in this whole thing, but you catch more flies with honey, just saying. And I was a journalism major. So I, even if you don't agree with the person that you're interviewing, you still got to be respectful. It's just that's just being an adult, but he's a teenager. So he hasn't learned that yet. I guess Hiram just hangs up on him. <laughs> he's like, fuck you. Boop. Uh, Betty stands really uncomfortably in her room. And then she fishes out an old laptop that is clearly labeled that it belongs to the school and leaves it for chicken. I don't think that the school would be okay with him using it for webcam <laughs> cyber jiggling, jiggling, even though, you know, he's of legal age and everything. I don't think they would be cool with that. Um, he, when he takes it and scurries back into his room, he looks like a literal rat. <laughs> he looks like Templeton from Charlotte's Web. Um, in, Ver in Veronica's room, she's there with Archie and she's singing I'll Try, which is the song that Archie sang at the talent show last season. Um, and he is playing the guitar, which I like, but like, you know, it, it doesn't show what KJ Appa can do. And I wish they would, um, Hiram walks in and somebody get a first aid kit because he is laying out all the burns. He says that the idea of Archie and Veronica alone in her room used to disturb him deeply, but now after seeing Archie at wrestling team tryouts, he's okay with it. <laughs> like, damn. So that that's why he got an honorary blossom burn because that was cold. Um, Veronica talks Archie up and so Archie pulls his own low blow and it says, thanks, babe, which he's never called Veronica babe before and kisses her that and he kisses her in a way that I, a married mother. So, you know, I am not virgin territory, but I have never been kissed that way before, let alone in front of my dad. Um, and I didn't realize how short Mark Consuelos was until Archie got all up in Hiram's grill 
And I know that KJ Appa is 5'10 for reasons that I'm, I'm not super proud of. <laughs> I might have looked that up because somebody, I try to prove that like this show had the, had the hottest boys. And one of my friends was like, he looks kind of short. And I was like furiously Googling and it said he was 5'10. And I was like, okay, well, I mean, that's not super short. It's taller than me. So I would allow it. Um, we get another awkward breakfast at the Cooper house and Hal continues being the worst, but Chick says it's okay. And he tells Hal that he doesn't plan on staying in their home for free. So that kind of shuts Hal up for now. Um, back at wrestling tryouts, Hiram is wearing a shirt that says Ram Tough. And how am I not supposed to giggle forever? <laughs> Good God. <laughs> Hiram asks for a volunteer and picks Archie, the one person who didn't raise his hand, of course. When he pins Archie, he says, I always win. And I really thought in this moment he was going to come clean about being behind the FBI guy, but he didn't. So I guess, you know, that's just something in my head canon. Um, so after that, we go to a classroom where, like, has the swords and serpents thing on it that Jughead drew. And is this classroom permanently reserved for his fake Dungeons and Dragons club? <laughs> if, if they're condensing high schools into this one place, shouldn't there be, like, hardly any classrooms to spare shouldn't they need all the space they can get to put all these kids but no apparently Jughead gets an entire classroom just to himself he gets like a room of requirement for himself anyway Tony is reading his article and being the best and being pissed off at him she's awesome she like her whole thing is like look I get it I get that you're pissed I get that you're jaded and I get that you're using all of your rage for being born on the wrong side of the tracks but this wasn't your story to tell you can't use somebody else's story for your own gain especially when you paint them as victims like you don't know that he's he feels victimized he might feel strengthened in in the his experiences like you can't speak for Thomas Topaz and I'm, I'm just in love with Tony. She is my absolute favorite now. And as she storms out, like, I think Jughead finally gets that his obnoxiousness has consequences. I hope so. <laughs> then at, at the McCoy residence, Sierra busts in because she's read Jughead's article too, and she forbids Josie from performing at Pickens Day in case there's a riot, because we all know how Riverdale is prone to riots, according to Pop Tate. Um, but she suddenly has a problem with how the lodges do business with Veronica when she's been profiting off of their their dubious business practices for and since the show started, but now she cares. And so she tells Josie that, hey, Veronica's just using you just like they use her. And that's not, that's not okay. You need to stop this. <laughs> so the very next scene, um, we're in the music room and Veronica's singing when Josie busts in and tells her off. And I'm like, yes, I love Veronica, but she makes some really poor decisions. And I, I, agree with Josie like Veronica needs to apologize and, and grovel at her feet so and then the Blossom women are at the gigantic monument to, um, to, to to General Pickens and not Colonel Blossom like I thought at the when I was recording this yesterday and Cheryl says the cameras are off Jackie-o and and then asks her about Jughead's article. If all of it is true, then their family is ultimately responsible for the death of literally hundreds of people. And Penelope, you know, tries to explain their side of it, which is like how every white-ass history teacher I've ever had has tried to explain the European invasion of America, and it's equally as gross. But I have one question about this. Because the way Penelope keeps referring to the Blossoms as we, she married into this family, right? Or is there, like, more incest? Is this a FDR, Eleanor Roosevelt situation where they were already, um, they already had the same last name because they were distant cousins? Or, <laughs> or is she maybe a Pickens? Who knows? I don't think we're ever going to find out. Because... It's either that or the writers don't know how marriages work, just like they don't know how twins work because Jason was 17 and his twin sister is either being held back because she's in the same class with the sophomores or she's 15. So somebody get back to me on that. <laughs> I still need more explanation. In the locker room, 
we get we get a scene that's supposed to be that the whole point is Archie telling Kevin that it's personal now against Hiram Lodge, but really the whole point of the scene is just see how goddamn big Kevin is. Man, <laughs> they really play down how how large and in charge he's gotten this season with you know all of his sweaters and stuff, but. Kevin is buff. Like, if anybody's in a different weight class than Archie, it's Kevin. Because, Jesus, he's built like a... He's built like a ram truck. In Betty's room, um, Chick is super mean to her. He um, And he's suspicious, and he should be. Uh, he tells her that there's no way she came to find them out of the kindness of her heart because everything is a transaction and nobody is that nice. Not even you. And really, all of the kids on this show are that nice. Ultimately, like, at, at least, like, to their heart, they would all do those things for someone else. That's that's kind of who they are and kind of why we like them. Um, but, you know, she, she understands. So she tells him, you know, she lays out all of her vulnerability and she tries so hard to be genuine with him. And she's like, look, I, there's something in me that I don't understand. And I'm curious if you have it too. And he's just, he's too scared to allow himself to break down those barriers and be her brother. And I just want to give her all the hugs and send her to all the therapy. Then we go to Hiram's office where Archie is like, what's your fucking deal? Why don't you like me? And Hiram tries to be like, seriously, bro? Your dad fucked my wife. And Archie's like, I'm not my dad. <laughs> what the hell? Um, and then Hiram yells back with, and granted, this is in an apartment that Hiram has said many times, you can hear everything from every room. Sound carries. Hiram's like, you're not good enough for my daughter. I don't think you'll ever be able to take care of her. And Archie's like, I took care of her when you were in prison. And I was like, damn, Archie. Boy's got some balls all of a sudden. I like hard-ass Archie. I probably shouldn't because of the toxic masculinity, but it's kind of hot. Veronica breaks it up a little, and Hiram tries to play it off like Archie's just over to practice wrestling stuff, which, again, not great. (laughs) You should probably not not be practicing wrestling with a minor. You should leave that up to Kevin. (laughs) Um, After commercial break... Archie wakes up to Hiram calling him um, outside for a run. So after their pissing match of a run, they go to, to Pops where place of egg whites and spinach are set down in front of him. Archie looks like he's going to throw up. He's like, where the hell are my bacon and fried eggs? I don't eat this. Um, we don't eat like this in Riverdale. Hiram lectures him on why he'll never win Veronica. Boyfriends come and go, but fathers are forever. And Is that like a... Um, every kiss begins with K kind of tagline and also debatable for one thing you went to prison for a long time and weren't there and probably should have gone for a hell of a lot longer and couldn't be there for her and I'm just gonna lay out some wisdom that I've imparted for my life the family that you're born with is not necessarily the family that you should stay with I feel like every person that I am close to in my family are all related by marriage. But the people that I've chosen to spend my life with, that's a family that I'll never let go of. So I I can see his point, but it's not super true. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't click with me. You get more Veronica and Hermione being subtly backstabby. And then we go to the Topaz trailer and Jughead apologizes. And he, he does get kind of tangenty about how he hates to see their home, the South Side, get gentrified. But Tony stops him. So ultimately he says the perfect thing of, I had no right. I had no right to use your story for my gain. And Mr. Topaz accepts his apology, but says that an old wound has been opened and he has a plan. At the last day of wrestling tryouts, because again, wrestling tryouts apparently take days on days on days, uh, Veronica shows up because her dad invited her and he wanted her to see Archie fail. And God, <laughs> Hiram, are you like trying to be the worst person ever? Is it is it a goal? Is there a quota that you have to hit? 
but she's there to cheer him on because she's just oblivious to that. Archie gets paired against Chuck, who is in a different white class because they set that up earlier. And they do some fine wrestling, I suppose. I don't know. Like, there's a lot of muscles and some real, like, homoerotic stuff that was it was very sexy. But I, I couldn't tell you if they did any good wrestling or not. I don't know. Whatever. Um, Archie pins Chuck, essentially, while staring Hiram down with this cold, dead look. It was it was intense. And this is where my closed captioning said that... Um, that the coach's name is Coach Cleats, because of course it is. <laughs> now, for awkward Cooper meal number three, Betty and Chick look so bored and so over the bullshit. Hal essentially says that he's not going to Pickens Day. Spoiler alert, he is. And then at Pickens Day, um, Kevin and Sheriff Keller are super cute um, with their funnel cakes. Um, Fred and Archie are there too. Um, Hermione and Sierra McCoy have a very passive-aggressive smize off. Hiram congratulates Archie on his victory over Chuck, and Archie's like, "Are we done measuring dicks, man? This is getting old." And Hiram's like, "Okay, come over later tonight, and we'll talk." And Archie says, "Yes, sir," and that's the best way that could have gone. Um, Alice comes in just bouncing down a hill. She's super happy with her two interesting kids when Hal just has to freaking wreck it by being the worst. And she threatens to throw him out again. And by that, Penelope sees a business opportunity as she twirls her little candy apple as if it's like her own evil mustache. And you notice how it's fall here? Like two weeks ago, it was Christmas. And yet all the leaves are falling like it's freaking fall. The seasons in Riverdale don't make sense. I live in a place where it's literally a different season every time we wake up. It was 20 degrees two days ago. It's 65 right now. (laughs) Nothing makes sense here, but at least you kind of know what time of year it is. (laughs) Riverdale, nope. It's just, it's just in a black hole of seasons. Then we throw to, oh shit, Veronica and the Pussycats. Poor Josie. Josie just looks heartbroken. And I do wish we would have seen more of Valamel and kind of hashing that out with Josie, but God, I hope we get more of them as the season goes on because they matter too. They're more than just the the backup singers. The song choice is inappropriately mellow, but it's Union of the Snakes, so I'll allow it. Um, It's not as bad as picking Mad World, but it's fine. Tony is amazing as the as the serpents come in with an awesome peaceful protest like with their mouths duct taped because they don't have a voice in this town and they're carrying signs and I'm just I'm really proud of them like that is that is the best kind of way that they could have protested and I'm so happy for them for not being violent and not doing anything that would hinder their appearance with the town further but Tony who is my new bae, she goes on to say, like, this land belonged to the Uctana, to my grandfather's family, and it was wrongly taken by means of wiping people out of murder, and before she can, like, continue on with her epic speech, Hiram jumps up, and he steals all of her thunder, but tries to use, like, her own wokeness against her point, by being like, isn't this awesome that we live in a Riverdale where this young ladies like this can speak their mind and, and we can all come together as one big Riverdale. And that's what the Sodale community will be like. And it just made me want to barf. And clearly it made Cheryl and Jughead want to barf too, because Cheryl moved up to the serpent side and I am real excited for that. Hashtag Shoney. Some people want to say hashtag Sharoni, but that sounds like macaroni, and I'm not there for that. Jughead rips off the duct tape that's over his mouth, and he starts to pull a Jughead and flip shit. But Thomas Topaz, Grandpa Topaz, puts his his, his hand on his shoulder, and he's like, no, (laughs) chill out. And I just, I'm, I'm forever thankful for that, because Jughead 
is a dish that is best served sullen, in my opinion. But he does have a death stare match with Hiram, so that war has begun, and I am here for it. Penelope propositions Hal, so hashtag Halope. Um, I wonder if they will become an actual couple, or if he'll just be a John. I don't know, we'll see. Later at the Cooper house, where I'm assuming Hal is not at, because I'm thinking he's probably at Thorn House. Thorn, no, not Thornhill. Thistle House. Um, Chick comes into Betty's room, and he comes clean about being a total creep his first night there. <laughs> he's like, I came into your room and watched you sleep. And Betty says, what? <laughs> and I pause to laugh, because Lily Reinhardt's amazing, and I love her so much. Um, he says he finally figured out why she found him, and it's because she's alone in her own family, and that is very true. So they're going to start their sibling relationship with why he webcams for money and for escape to get away from the darkness that he feels inside him too. So she looks at the scars on her hands and just meekly says, can you show me how to do that? And I'm like, no. (laughs) And the Jughead voiceover says, with the stroke of a few keys, the dark education of Betty Cooper had begun. Oh, shit. We asked for it, you guys. We asked for it. We wanted to see more Dark Betty. We wanted to see her mental illness explored. But I don't want to see my baby get hurt on the internet. I don't I don't want a minor to sell herself on the internet as a means to avoid therapy. She needs help. She does not need to wear lingerie and a black wig on the internet. Back in Hiram's office, things are much more amicable. Archie officially calls off being a musician, so I guess I can just kiss musical Archie goodbye, because now he wants to study business like Fred Warner in the first fucking place, and somewhere Luke Perry is staring into a beer bottle saying, this fucking town, (laughs) and Hiram Hiram will tutor Archie in evil business, so he's gonna get an internship (laughs) in being the worst. Um, Jughead says that that night alliances were made, so I guess Jughead and Archie are gonna be an on opposite sides of the civil war. And I like, again, it makes for good dramatics. It makes for a good story, but it does, it does break my heart a little bit. I'm going to keep watching it and I'm going to forever hope that they can come back together and, and make it right and be, you know, like brothers again, because that's, that's what I'll always want. They're the true OTP, you know, forget Bughead and Varchi and Barchi and Vughead. I don't know what all, all the stupid ass shit names that are out there. Jughead and Archie, that's who belongs together in their best friendship. They, they are the real OTP in my opinion. Then next morning in Pickens Park, all the dubious adults are surrounded by a decapitated General Pickens statue. And Hiram says, isn't this something the serpents would do? Um, no, that's something someone as petty as Reggie would do. So everybody that I've talked to says that they think Cheryl did it. And I see why they say that, but I think Hiram did it. Cause I feel like that the whole thing with Reggie, obviously putting the serpent on the school seal was setting up the real, whoever smelt it, dealt it situation. And I just, I don't know. I think it's Hiram. Maybe that's too obvious. Maybe it is Cheryl, but a lot of times when you try to think too hard on this show, you're thinking too hard. It's almost always the most obvious answer. So after that, we get the zzz, zzz, Riverdale. And we did segments at the top of this, this pod, so I think we're done here. Um, I think that's it for this week. If you want to reach out to Ashley, she is on Twitter at ashjohn13. I'll put it in the show notes and in the description of this this podcast. Um, You can find me at Cherie04. That's C-H-E-R-I-E-E-04. I I spelled my name to a customer on the phone earlier today, and he still misspelled it. Like, and he read it back to me after after I said it to him. Like, I was giving him my email address, and I said it's C-H-E-R-I-E-E, and he still emailed S-H-E-R-I-E, bro. But it's, it's with a C. I didn't pick it. I didn't agree to this name. It was behest upon me by two stoners in the 80s. Sorry about it. But you can find me with Cherie04 on Twitter and Instagram. 
Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. It helps a ton for others to find us. Um, the downloads have been going up, so I'm I'm hoping that you guys are doing that. The I don't get a lot of analytic um, results outside of downloads, so tell your friends if you're if they're sick of hearing the the demographic that the show was made for <laughs> talk about it um please point them in our direction we'd love to ha- start a discussion about the show about the characters about the actors about the writers about the comics everything like we are hardcore invested and probably me more so than anybody else because that's how I am I'm just a zero chill fangirl um even at my old age it's never going to die, but I love talking about this stuff. So reach out to me. If you want to um, email, it's real housewives of Riverdale at gmail.com and I will always respond. Oh, I forgot. I totally forgot. So speaking of email, we got, um, we got an email from Roger and Suriname and he said, so he, this episode was directed by Greg Araki and I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Um, but he is an award-winning gay director of 90s gay cult classics. Um, and one of those films is Mysterious Skin in, from 2004, starring Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who is my secret bestie. Um, I, I took my husband to New York on for his 30th birthday, and we happened to luck into tickets to um, Late Night with Jimmy Fallon. because That was several years ago when he still hosted Late Night. And while we were there, Joseph Gordon-Levitt was... Um, he was one of the guest stars. It was Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Stephen Merchant and, and the Abbott brothers. But the, it was also the first night that they did the lip sync contest. So we were there for that and it was amazing. But um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt was there in his his suit that matched the couch. And I'm pretty sure we made eye contact like four times. And then um, after Jimmy Fallon went through the audience and like, you know, high-fived everybody, he kind of held my hand for a second <laughs> And then, but he left my husband hanging and we were there for his birthday and it felt really bad for him. But I still feel like Jimmy Fallon and Joseph Gordon-Levitt are like my new best friends. So <laughs> they don't know that. I'm still a weird stranger, just a, a lonely fat housewife from, from Texas. But I don't know. But anyway, Joseph Gordon-Levitt was in this movie and that I'm definitely checking out. The director, Greg Araki, that's why this episode is extremely homoerotic. His movies are bonkers, is what Roger says. They, um, alien invasions and drug dreams are words that can describe his films, and I am in. That sounds fucking awesome. Um, oh, he also dropped some news that Haley Law, who plays Val, is going to join the cast of Spontaneous, which is a book adaptation they're turning into a movie about a girl who discovers she may burst into flames at any moment. So I'm thinking Field Trip <laughs> is going to be needed when that movie comes out. Anyway, thanks so much for all that information. Uh, We also saw on the internet this week that we're going to get a musical episode, and they're doing Carrie the Musical, and I know everybody hates musical episodes, and they're always kind of a letdown, but I'm super stoked. I love musicals. I listen to Hamilton on repeat constantly, Jeremy Hansen. I'm a huge Broadway nerd, and I'm so excited to see Carrie the Musical via Riverdale. That's going to be incredible. Um, especially because this cast is so musically talented. I'm just, I'm so excited for it. Um, all right, I gotta go. (laughs) I've been sitting in my car talking for like 30 minutes now, and I've still got to get gas and pick up my kid from daycare. Um, and then, you know, be a mom and stuff. So see you next week, guys.